Hey everyone, you're listening to Conversations with the Fifth Priest. I'm your host, Selma Enang, and I like having hard conversations about relationships, love, Jesus, fitness, and everything in between. So that's what this podcast is going to do. Hi guys, long time no episode <laughs> um so i said i was gonna drop more of these dear future husband letters that i've been writing for a few years and so this one is um this one is like two letters that are very dear to my heart and it took me a while to like record them or to want to put them out because think for me it's just like a lot of vulnerability and I feel like a lot of people have been here as well and um so yeah I struggled with putting it out because I think at some point of actually recording this one like my voice is shaky and I don't know you could tell that I was crying at some point (laughs) but it's just been like a lot of journey and or journey in yeah journey in (laughs) if that's actually a word um journeying with abra with myself um recognizing things understanding how like the processes of how like healing is like Titi Lopez said in one of her poems how it's a constant rocking back and forth and so you have to be able to forgive yourself for the backward motions um so yeah the first one is so basically they're just like coming from the first one is me coming from a certain place of being in love with somebody that I couldn't have and coming to terms with all of that and being able to fight my way through that and to come out you know not holding on to um a fantasy or basically just something that I shouldn't be holding on to. Um, So I talk about having to fight my way through that, um, how that can hurt, and how eventually coming out of that and winning. And then I go through the processes of meeting somebody else. And being able to allow myself to feel when it comes to them and then losing that and then I talk about how um, that basically forced me to you know finally have some conversations that were happening in my head but I never said them out loud to Abba um, feelings I was having and basically where I'm at 
Um, so as you listen to this, I'm sure that there are a lot of people who have probably been through the same like processes or who are currently going through it and are too, um, I don't know whether that is fear, but I think that I've learned it's mostly shame, too ashamed to admit that that's what they're going through. Um, so this is for you, if that's you. <laughs> Um, so yeah so coming out of that and just being in the place where I'm just me right and I know how this is going to seem like oh my god I don't believe in love anymore or Salma doesn't believe in love anymore no (laughs) that's never going to happen I still think that love is a beautiful thing and it's real and it's pure and it's powerful. I mean, Jesus died on the cross. Okay. So that's not what this is. So please, let's all chill. Calm down. (laughs) It's just me going through my processes and um, finally recording all of these old letters that have been written and some new ones and um i hope that you guys enjoyed this one as well because i think that from the last or from the first dear future husband episode i got a lot of dms so i hope that you enjoyed this um if it speaks to you it speaks to you i hope that you heal through whatever it is you're going through and I hope that you let people love you again. Um, and I hope that you don't shy away from loving people the way that you love people because you're in pain or because you've been hurt. Because at the end of the day, the truth is that pain is inevitable. And pain will change parts of you, but you get to decide what it changes, who it is you become when it's done changing. You get to choose. And so you can either let it drown you and you can decide that you're going to be cold and be somebody you don't recognize. Or you can let pain cause you to grow. You can let pain teach you. And you can let pain evolve you into a better version of who you are and where. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. And thank you for listening. Dear future husband, I've had to be honest to myself the past couple of weeks to admit that this thing for this person is love. It's been love for a while. I was just too afraid to admit it. So after a lot of introspection and honest conversations with self, I started talking to Abba about it. I asked for strength to not hold on too tightly 
for wisdom to know the boundary and for courage to accept the things I cannot change with this situation. I've gone to bed in tears a few times because this consistently requires brutal honesty about how I feel. (laughs) It was heavy to say in prayer. I mean, it was just me and Abba, and it was still so heavy to say. I'm like, wow, my hard guy for that day is still like this. <laughs> and I think it was that hard because of how purely I feel and how afraid I was of it. Like, I'm full on happy when he's happy type vibe. And it's like, Abba, when did all of this happen? <laughs> In the end, though, it is what it is, right? Now I can tiptoe around it and pretend like it's not there, thereby harming myself even more. Or I can remove the band-aid completely. (laughs) I chose the latter. My chest occasionally hurts. How do you love someone that is imperfect and intelligent and unsure sometimes? That they like food and scrunch up their face when they've not had enough sleep. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. However, removing the plaster completely doesn't seem like a very smart move on most days. It hurts. Anyway, this is where I am and I'm determined to win eventually. Because the truth is that this is too much emotional real estate for someone I cannot experience in the ways that I want to. I'm convinced that you and I will cross paths eventually. But I feel like if we're ever going to have a chance, a shot at a life together, then I have to confront all of these truths. Saying it's hard makes it seem easy, I think. <laughs> I'll write you soon. I love you. Salama. Dear future husband, it's been a while since I wrote you. <laughs> Updates. I won. <laughs> I confronted how I felt. I confronted him and then I let it go. It hurts, and and on a lot of days, I held on because it was convenient to. It's taking a while to not wake up every morning thinking about him, but I did it. I think that the fact that I love as intensely as I do makes it even much harder when I need to let go of it. But in my life's journey, I've learned that letting go is sometimes the easiest thing. And I know that kind of sounds contradictory, right? But a lot of times, holding on does more damage 
than letting go does. So the time passed and I'm fine, I'm good. (laughs) I don't know, but I think that I met someone. It's too early to tell, I guess, but he's great to talk to. Pretty intense actually as intense as I am I think maybe even more but right now it works we talk and I think that's I just enjoy it really anyways I'll write you again soon. I love you. Dear future husband, (laughs) the year is 2020. The pandemic happened, is happening. And it's been a hard year for everybody. And I hope that you've remembered to take care of yourself through it all. Now, I know that when I write these letters, I typically talk about us, about meeting, about being. But today, I want to really talk. It's taken me a couple of weeks to get here and to be able to finally... (laughs) To be able to finally say this out loud. To break. To be this vulnerable. see that in the course of time that may or may not lead up to you a lot has happened and at some point I met someone it's there with a message on one of my social media accounts at first he just wanted to be friends and now it's fine And I know that I gave him a hard time, but it came around (laughs) eventually. It was the best month of my life. The absolute best. (laughs) However, I'm not writing this because I'm trying to tell you that, oh, wow, I'm engaged and getting married. But I really want to talk because I've had conversations with Abba, a lot of conversations to finally be able to get to the place where I can do this.
so let's begin. By the time that we eventually meet or cross paths, I cannot guarantee that I would choose you. Now I know how that sounds, but it will not be because you're not great. It'll be me. It'll be because I'm exhausted. And because every part of me is done. I hate that I understand the love that abandons people. I hate that I understand the love that doesn't give people second chances. Most of all, (laughs) I hate who I am with the love and the heart that I'm capable of. It's so painful to love like this. It's so painful. I've been asking Abba why everybody has to leave to realize that they need to be here and then show up. I don't trust anybody's words that I don't mind because I'm the only person that know that I know that stays when things are seemingly uncomfortable. I've been in a lot of ugly places emotionally and mentally. Times where I thought my heart would stop from how much pain I've had to drag her through. (sighs) You see, there's a sort of pain that convinces you that maybe you deserved what happened. The kind that pushes you to cry yourself to sleep because it's the only way that you can sleep. But being Abba's child at the end of all of this pain, what do I do with it? I forgive. And he's in my spirit telling me one day at a time, Salama, one day at a time. And one day after time has passed and it seems like water under the bridge all of this pain will rear its ugly head like it usually does and somebody will come to me and they will tell me I'm sorry that I made a mistake (laughs) as usual But you see, for me, it's the fact that nobody ever asks me how long I was broken for. Or how hard it is to put broken pieces back together. Or how many pieces I've had to throw away because they don't quite fit the same anymore. Nobody ever asks me. For me, it's the fact that people just expect you to just be there. So I'm finally in a place that I think if you ever show up, if you genuinely ever show up, I'm too exhausted to give you a chance. So my darling, as I write this, I write into our future. 
one way if we ever cross paths i'm sorry in advance for my unavailability i'm convinced that you deserve more so when you see that i give you no room to express yourself please don't stay i'm no longer the woman that can love you in the way that i want to or at least not the woman who gives you the time for you to be So with all of this, what will happen is that I will cry. I will have a few days where I drift into nothingness. I will pray. I will work. I will teach. And life will go on. Soon enough, I'll forget what it's like to genuinely like the very essence of a human being. because nobody ever asked me what it was like for me so as i go on and as i grow and become the woman that abba wants me to be to pour out myself and to walk in my purpose and beginning to find parts and pieces of me in places that I did not know I could find. And so this letter is not because I want you to hurry up. It's quite the opposite. <laughs> I'm not sure what you've had to deal with this year, but I hope that in your journey to become you remember to feel everything to be everything there isn't much else to say except for the fact that i love you and if our paths actually ever cross <laughs> I hope that you love yourself enough to leave because I may love myself too much to give you a chance you again soon I love you Salamat